Great Big City News, Episode 7. Today, 13th Avenue becomes a beach, NTSB limo investigation, and Staten Island Chuck. We're looking for New York-based businesses to advertise on the podcast. Visit a greatbigcity.com slash advertising to learn more. On Groundhog Day at the Staten Island Zoo, Staten Island Chuck predicted an early spring after not seeing his shadow. No hogs were injured in the process as Chuck was able to search for his shadow from his plexiglass enclosure, away from the hands of any local politicians. de Blasio seems to have soured on the tradition, with 2019 marking the fourth year he has opted out of the ceremony. With de Blasio's absence, City Council Speaker Corey Johnson took a starring role, happily delivering a few bad puns and revealing Chuck's prediction to the crowd. Corey announced earlier this year that he is already fundraising in anticipation of a mayoral run in 2021. Also taking the podium at Chuck's early morning prediction party was Staten Island Congressman Max Rose, who claimed New York City's last Republican congressional district, flipping a Trump voting district on Staten Island to Democratic in the 2018 election. In episode 5, we talked about the MTA's plan to install turnkey ignitions on MTA buses after having several buses stolen and taken on joyrides. The NYPD has now arrested and charged 18-year-old Mamadou Karara with the multiple bus joyrides. He was arrested February 2nd and charged with four counts of grand larceny and four counts of criminal possession of stolen property. Kamara was identified after being seen on security camera footage and ditching one of the buses just four blocks from his home. The MTA is still moving forward and installing turnkey ignitions on their city buses, replacing the push-button ignitions that didn't require any key at all to start. There are jokes about trash washing up on New Jersey beaches, but Manhattan's first public beach will really be in a trashy location. A piece of land along the Hudson River formerly used by the Department of Sanitation will be transformed into a public beach as part of Hudson River Park's $900 million renovation. The patch of land near the new Whitney Museum building will be transformed from a former garbage truck garage and road salt storage facility to a patch of green with a sandy beach along its south side. It's unlikely that swimming in the Hudson will be permitted, but it will technically qualify as a public beach, even if just for sunbathing. The design firm selected for the project also led development of the nearby High Line and Domino Park in Brooklyn. The public space, currently named Gansevoort Peninsula, is scheduled to be completed by 2022. Did you know? The piece of land that is soon to become Gansevoort Peninsula is actually the last remaining piece of 13th Avenue, which was demolished when the western coast of Manhattan was excavated inward to create longer piers for increasingly larger ships that needed to dock along Manhattan's west side. Hopefully the last remaining cobblestones of 13th Avenue that were previously on the peninsula will be preserved in the park design. You may remember a deadly limo crash that happened upstate in Skohari, New York, about three months ago when a stretched SUV limo sped through a stop sign and crashed, killing the driver, 17 people riding in the vehicle, and two pedestrians. A legal fight between local authorities and the NTSB had been blocking the NTSB from examining the wreckage until a court ruled that the federal agency must be allowed to perform their inspection. Local authorities claim that their criminal investigation must be performed first, 
and they would not allow NTSB investigators within 15 feet of the wreckage, while the NTSB charged that being forced to deviate from their typical procedures had already resulted in the loss of crucial information. The limo had failed two inspections and had been ordered out of service before the October 6 crash, which became the deadliest transportation disaster in the U.S. since 2009. 62 years ago, on February 1, 1957, Northeast Air Flight 823 crashes on Rikers Island after takeoff at LaGuardia, killing 20 and injuring 78. Snow had delayed the Miami-bound Douglas DC-6A for over three hours, gathering on the wings so heavily that the plane, with all passengers aboard, was moved to a covered hangar where 12 workers used brooms to completely clear it of snow. Visibility was so low when the plane finally attempted takeoff that the crew had to fly based only on the plane's instrument readings. As it left LaGuardia heading north, the plane turned west and did not climb high enough, clipping trees on Rikers Island and crashing less than a minute after takeoff. It slid approximately 1,500 feet and came to a stop in the middle of Rikers Island, where prison employees and inmates trusted with extra freedoms raced toward the flaming wreckage as passengers escaped through holes torn on both sides of the plane. Finding no mechanical problems, the incident report concluded that the crash was a result of the pilot's failure to, quote, properly observe and interpret his flight instruments and maintain control of his aircraft, unquote. In recognition of their participation in rescue efforts, 57 inmates received either reductions in their prison sentences or earned their release. Twenty-seven years ago, on February 4, 1992, Area Code 917 is introduced. At the time, it was the first area code to be introduced overlapping an existing area code, and although primarily used for cell phones and pagers, it is now occasionally assigned to landlines in Manhattan due to the shortage of 212 numbers. Seven years ago, on February 2, 2012, a cannonball is discovered on Governor's Island. The 14-inch solid iron, 450-pound cannonball was examined by the NYPD bomb squad, the FDNY, and Mike Shaver, a National Park Service ranger on Governor's Island who was also an expert on 19th century artillery. The cannonball was located just behind a seawall at the main ferry dock on Governor's Island. It was likely stocked on the island during the Civil War and never shot, and later used as construction material for the seawall in the early 1900s. We just had a close encounter with the bitter winds of the polar vortex, but six years ago, New York City was blanketed in snow from winter storm Nemo. High winds whipped the heavy snowfall into a blizzard, dumping a total of 11.4 inches of snow in Central Park. The storm rated a 3 out of 5 on the Northeast Snowfall Impact Scale, classifying it as a major winter storm. On parts of Long Island, snow totals over 2 feet were even recorded. Governor Cuomo declared a state of emergency in New York, and commuter trains out of the city were largely canceled, with subway service within the city remaining operational. AG 
GBC News podcast is just getting started and we need your support. Individuals can make a monthly or one-time contribution at agreatbigcity.com support, and local businesses can support local news by promoting their products or services directly on our podcast. Visit agreatbigcity.com advertising to learn more. With your support, you can guarantee that a great big city will be here to tell future New Yorkers whether or not Staten Island Chuck's premonitions come true. Park of the Day, James J. Walker Park, on Hudson Street in the West Village. Named for Tammany Hall-era politician and New York City Mayor James Walker, this park and set of sports fields sits behind the Tony Dapolito Recreation Center in the West Village. Previously named St. John's Park and built on the location of the St. John's Chapel of Trinity Church burial grounds. If you're visiting James J. Walker Park, take the opportunity to visit the Tony Dapolito Recreation Center for free this week. Beginning on February 3rd, New York City Parks will be holding their rec center open house week, where anyone can try out Manhattan's 13 recreation facilities for free. The rec centers have exercise equipment, swimming pools, sports fields, and a calendar full of classes like Zumba, yoga, and water aerobics. Joining the Parks Department rec centers only cost $150 for a year, or $12.50 per month, and there are discounts for people young and old, veterans, and people with disabilities. The free open house term lasts from February 3rd to Saturday, February 9th. Now let's find out where our robot friend will be hanging out this week on the concert calendar. Here's the AGBC concert calendar for this week. The Roots are playing the final Highlight Ballroom show on Tuesday, February 5th at 8 p.m. Dawes is playing the Beacon Theater on the Upper West Side on Tuesday, February 5th at 7 p.m. Quartet is playing Brooklyn Steel in Greenpoint on Tuesday and Wednesday, February 5th and 6th at 8 p.m. Reindeer Castle, The Hague, and Dog Petter are playing Gold Sounds Bar in Bushwick on Tuesday, February 5th at 7 p.m. Philip Glass, Laurie Anderson, Jason Isbell, and many others will be playing the Tibet House U.S. Benefit Concert at Carnegie Hall's Stern Auditorium on Thursday, February 7th beginning at 7.30 p.m. L1011 and Joan of Arc are playing the Music Hall of Williamsburg on Thursday, February 7th at 9 p.m. And Eyelids, Brower, and Hearn are playing Union Pool in Williamsburg on Saturday, February 9th at 8 p.m. Thanks for listening. Find more fun things to do at agreatbigcity.com slash events. Did you know? The George Washington Bridge is the busiest motor vehicle bridge in New York City and in the world, carrying almost 290,000 vehicles per day. Weather for the week ahead? Temperatures will remain slightly above average on Tuesday and Wednesday, with mixed precipitation on Wednesday through next Monday. High temperatures will peak at 61 degrees on Friday. The historic highs and lows for this week in weather history? Record high of 70 degrees, on February 5, 1991, and a record low of negative 15 degrees on February 9, 1934. Thanks for listening to A Great Big City. 
Follow along 24 hours a day on social media at A Great Big City and email contact at A Great Big City with any news, feedback, or topic suggestions. If you enjoy the show, subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening and visit agreatbigcity.com slash podcast to see show notes and extra links for each episode. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.